Welcome to Drinking During Business Hours, where we have interesting conversations over a great bottle of wine. Drinking is optional. So sometimes my guest doesn't drink and they just watch me drink. That's fine too. I'm Sarah Halstead, your host. Support the show by subscribing, following, liking, and reviewing our episodes. Check out my website, Sarah J. Halstead, for my latest stand updates and social media links. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Drinking During Business Hours. Thanks so much for tuning in. Per usual, we're in the basement. And <laughs> today is gorgeous, sunny, not a cloud in the sky. But you know, in the basement at Pirate Studios, there's no other place we'd rather be. And we just want to quickly give a shout out to Pretty Easy Podcasts, Alan and Melissa, who make this very easy and quite pretty. Thank you, Alan and Melissa. Yeah, oh. they're masters. Oh, hey there. Hey there. Rich Chesler. Hey, Sarah Halstead. Well, you know, you were my co-host last week, and that went pretty well, so we're doing it again, and didn't I wake up with you? Uh, you did wake up with me this oh. morning, twice, actually. I, I thought that was you. Once when you thought I left the oven on last night. Oh, I did. I woke <laughs> up in the middle of the night. I had a nightmare that you left the oven on. Okay, but that's another thing. That that's was just the heat, baby. Okay. <laughs> So, okay, he has a habit. Okay, in my defense. Okay, that's that. We'll save that for another different episode. different episode. But hey, what are we drinking today? We're oh, we got very lucky. We were gifted a beautiful bottle of Sauvignon Blanc uh, by Duckhorn Winery in Napa Valley. If you're not familiar with Duckhorn, you should be. It's some of the best wine to come out of California, in my opinion, especially the uh, Merlot. You know, I got to tell you, I just adore Duckhorn. Yeah. Always have. It's nostalgic for me. It's one of the first brands where I just really got on board with California Whites. Right. And what's really interesting about this Sauvignon Blanc is they age the wine in French Barrique. So it's a combination of stainless steel and French uh, a French aged right. oak, and I really don't mind that. No, I actually, it's the thing that I, the reason why I like that they do that is because it doesn't have your typical California flavor profile yes. for Sauvignon Blanc. You know, it's a yes. cut above and a little bit a step to the side. It's drinking nicely. Thank you very yes. much, Duckhorn. So thank you, Duckhorn. So hey, we have a real, I'm just particularly giddy over our guest today. Uh, I've been starstruck for quite some time, been stalking her. We have, uh, you know, some mutual friends. I'm, now I'm just making, trying to make myself sound cool. But today, <laughs> today we have stand-up comedian, actor, television personality, known as Yard Sale Diva on Clean House. Already I messed it up. Look, I, I get Trish and who, I mess up what who the, cares? the show. Yeah, so, <laughs> who cares? From Clean House. Please welcome Trish, sir. Yay. Hi, Trish. Hi, Sarah and Rich. <laughs> I, Hi, I now get to meet you as the dynamic duo. Yeah. I've been like secretly fangirling. Well, it's not so secret because I messaged you, yeah, but we, I get so yeah, excited. We've had, we've had a couple back and forth, and we, we've been trying to do this for a while. You're so busy. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, on hey, all the... We all are, right? And it's a great, I'm grateful we can all do it in person. Oh, me right? too. Isn't this cool? Yes, I, we're, I, yeah. Even in the basement, it's still. Even like, in the time. basement, we're aware it's nice and pretty outside. Yeah. Odd, but hey, we, we get choose, to be here we together. Choose to be here. Yeah, we choose. Um, we know each other, sort of. Well, we were introduced, um, to, you know, uh, social media introduction uh, by my comedy confidant, 
Corey Fry. Let me tell you something. Corey Fry, and I'll give you Corey Fry Hankst because Jeff, I'll give you a shout out her husband. Corey and I have done so much hard time together, like prison, as Rich pointed out, (laughs) um, but with less orange. And uh, I love her. Corey has known me since the first time I ever got on stage. Like she was there when I used to wait for my three minutes on the sidewalk at the Laugh Factory. Wow. Like, that's how long, Corey. Hard, when I say hard time, and then I was, you know, there at Cedars when her children shot into the world, literally and figuratively, um, you know, right there. So she's well, just one of those humans that's, you know, God created a good one there. One of the very best people to ever walk. Truly. Absolutely. Um, she's the business. Well, and, and we want to dive yeah. into your stand-up career and how oh, that all started. But but before, I I love your accent. Oh, love, thank love, you. Love your accent. Yeah. You, you are a native of Kentucky. I am. I am. I'll, I'll say, this is what's interesting. I've lived in Los Angeles. We'll back this up. From Kentucky, went to college at Arizona State, moved to California in the late 90s, everybody, like Ooh. a small child. Let's back it up. Wow. Uh, moved that? moved here on Halloween night and got my U-Haul towed because I rolled in on uh, the WeHo Halloween. I didn't know. Oh, <laughs> that's area. You parked during the parade? Well, I couldn't get through. The roads were blocked. And I was like, well, I guess I have to just park this thing. And then it got booted. And I was like, welcome to L.A. Heifers. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was well, my start to the yeah, city. The, the WeHo, that is the most infinite, infamous area for for Halloween parties. Yeah. Uh, and they block the street off. Oh. But back in the 90s, we didn't get text alerts, little children. Right. So yes, yes. I had no idea. I rolled what? up. There was a bunch of oh. darling, darling men dressed as the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. And I was like, y'all are beautiful. <laughs> I was like, this I'm at the mothership. Get me out of the car. Yeah. I was like, this is where I need to be. Park this baby. Yeah, let me park this U-Haul. Exactly and, right. And you didn't know that the Los Angeles welcome wagon yes. is a traffic cop car is a traffic ticket and a yep. boot because nobody's towing a u-haul and no tow truck was going to do all that so they booted her and i was like i don't understand what happened oh, and that's no. how i moved to la welcome to la uh, well welcome to, i can i can imagine that cost a pretty penny it was a little bit of a booger to have to and then i was waiting tables i worked for planet hollywood you're welcome oh, yes yeah. Right. Uh-huh. yeah they were very lucky to have you they were oh, thrilled do they, they have, thrilled. Do, now do they have any trish sir memorabilia behind glass you know they really should they need at this some. point yeah. i don't even know if there's any left anymore but yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think if there are, we should go and we should. They should actually take my jam shirt. If it's not that, there. Yes, we yes. used to wear jam shirts right. by jams. Oh. Uh, and they could take my uniform, which I'm sure I probably still have because I was that that's kind impressive. of a hoarder. Um, that's impressive. That's why I went on a clean saver. house. Right. Yes, okay. I was a saver uh, in a good way. If it, And then I got rid of the junky clutter. I had to learn. You have to walk those steps. You right? need to come over. Because I uh, which one? I, who's who's the saver? This one. Okay. Is it is it out of nostalgia? Yes. Okay. It's not like I might need it someday. Because you know some uh, people are very. They, there's a few of the those items that I but I threw a lot of them out yesterday. Oh, good. But yes, I really did. Rich, I, good. What caused you to have that impetus? Like yesterday, what was the catalyst to go? I'm doing it. Uh, you know, Sarah and I got engaged. Yes, congratulations. And we we decided that uh, we're that we're going to join forces because okay, we're merge both households. Paying, we're both paying we're exorbitant rents because yeah, Los LA. Angeles. We're you know, sin before we're officially married. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it Very makes the sinning easier. It does make sinning a little yeah, easier. If it does. You're actually living in. And sin. when you cohabitate and you get to learn all the quirks now, till you learn how to master them better. Wait, is this y'all's first marriage each? It is for me. Not for me. That's okay. Listen, I'm on my second marriage, so I'm going to ask a lot of questions. I, I just, That's I, fine. I find it so glamorous. I've always, you know, wanted to be married a second time. It's it's a second. <laughs> Look at me. I'm on my second marriage. But I think, don't you, and I, don't, I was married 
12 years the first time. Now I'm like, wow. I'm in two. We've been together okay. four, but in two. So you got 14 years of marriage under your belt. Well, I'm not trying to brag, but it's <laughs> heavy lifting. Yeah, you are experienced. Don't tell I'm me you married the traffic cop when you moved here. Lord God, wouldn't that have been <laughs> Hey, put a boot on my U-Haul and the rest is history. And, no. And you, you and your husband are adorable. Oh, I thank just you. watch, you know, the photos on your Instagram. Yeah. He's a good Such dude. A beautiful couple. You look so thank happy. You. I am happy. Because, don't you think, it's like life's too short, first right. of all. And you got to have somebody that you can like I always say no one's gonna be perfect so you just gotta make sure y'all's luggage matches everybody's that's, got baggage that is what I say if your that's baggage it. goes with my baggage then we're, we're doing gonna be okay. great because everybody's bringing baggage to everybody's the table. got it ain't nobody ain't free nobody's right. got nobody's no. traveling on that plane with nothing in their hands that's right everybody's got to carry on everybody's got to carry on <laughs> and, an, and a personal absolutely. item absolutely and a personal <laughs> item everybody's and some people it. are even shoving a third thing under the seat oh yeah they're trying to act new no yeah. this isn't mine I'm no, like no sorry. sis and don't bring a tuna sandwich we can all carry on I love all the metaphors happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. You get it. So now you know merging households will help in the what, how do I do this dance with you? How do I navigate? I I figured I didn't need the couple of extra packs of Glade plug-in things. Those got Get rid of those. Good job. Get rid of the plug-in. Some cassette tapes got thrown That's a good call. That's a fair good job. CDs. Not the CDs. I, I... still play music i'm a music head i play music every day but i do it on on my alexa and my sonos right but it doesn't sound the same as when you take a record album and put it now record album's different i have a record i have a record player and a gore that's That's different right a cd i will call you to the carpet thank you trish but they're collectors with the the stuff in it i'm married to a musician let me tell you something and he was like okay this crap's gotta go i'm like praise (laughs) you tiny baby jesus really and mind you he's been like his he'll say he's been famous twice he came up in like the late 80s hairband and then also reinvention during the uh, indie pop like early 2000s short hair band yes yes exactly the long hair band and the short hair band right and he's like as crap can go and I'm like thank you lord although I do love when I can pull up like an old photo sometimes and be like babe but on his crap song I can just scream it into you know everything is serious yeah everything is digitized unless it is signed nostalgic memorabilia I got a lot of that okay then post put it up on a wall and put it in a place of honor yes I got Not a lot of that sports the stuff. Then create. The we've got. You need a man cave, Rich. You need a proper room that celebrates the things that make you fire. I'm up. fine with right. that. Yeah, I'm okay. fine yeah. with that too. Okay, you're hired. Thanks. Yes, you're totally hired. Like, I'm stoked for what you have. Yes. <laughs> now I get why you got the thing on the show to do the thing with the expert oh, lifestyle okay. stuff. So, so you're so you're in LA. You you have yeah. to go to the U-Haul. Or you I have, have to, to get, get it, the boot off. Yeah. And because I, I had to get to Planet Hollywood for my shift, oh, <laughs> so I had to move my stuff. Here. It's a lot of stress in my little one bedroom at the top of Franklin and Fuller, y'all. I live oh, at the base nice. of Runyon. Oh, right by Runyon. Yes. Now, now at this point, do you just have the dream of being an actor? in stand up uh, no I always or... wanted to do stand up okay, I never acting up. was like a byproduct oh, if I got to do that sweet but okay. I was one of, I saw Carol Burnett when I was little on the television and I, as a matter of fact the very first thing my family loves to tell the story that they have cassettes of uh, of me <laughs> the audio of me talking um, because I was adamant about knowing what, who and what Lucille Ball was. I would walk around the house and say, what is she? Because my family loved I Love Lucy. Right. Who didn't? And I'd go, who is she? And they'd be like, she's an actress. And I'd go, no. Like, as a little three-year-old, that wasn't a sufficient answer. She, you knew that she right. demanded respect. I said, she's something else. And I'd get very aggravated. Mm-hmm. And I'd go, who is she? And everybody be like, she's an actress. I was like, mm, that's not right. And I would just be unsatisfied with that answer. And one day, my papa came home from lunch from the bank. And he's in there. And I go, papa. 
I'm three. I go, what is Lucy? And he goes, well, she's a comedian. And I went, and I can remember as I was little, 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 and they have one of those like console televisions. Sure. I was at eye level with her on the floor. Uh, and I genuinely remember thinking it, looking it, and looking at her. And I go, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like I can genuinely at as small as I was, I was in Oshkosh overalls. I can remember. I remember the it. Cutest thing. And I was like, "That's what I'm gonna do." You're, and I would walk around just prophesying as a small child. In I'm from coal country. I'm from the backwoods of Kentucky. Like right. literally, no one leaves. Well, you you leaves. painted that picture really well for me. I can see you in those Oshkosh. I could see you in it today. Oh yeah, you girl, are, I love an overall. You are just <laughs> as cute today. Don't. And do you still call your father Papa? My, my, my pe- grandpa. Grandpa. My oh, grandpa. grandpa. I, I call him Papa. Papa. Yes, oh, I didn't know Mimo so and customary. Papa. Oh, that, mm-hmm. that's so awesome. Now some people have mammals and peepaws. Right. It depends on what part of the All south right. you're from. But okay, we were a Mimo and Mimo a Papa. And Papa. Yes, and yes, I do to the love to it. the end. But. Nice. Love yeah. Let's that's hope it. that doesn't come for a long time. No, praise God. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a, it's the South is, you know, it's a whole different, it's a whole different rodeo. Yeah. It is. I love it. It's a good, it's good. I absolutely love it. It is good. And I didn't want to be anywhere but here since a little kid, too. So you knew you didn't waste time going anywhere else. You came right to LA. I was aggravated. I even had to go to college. And then I was like, I don't even want to do this. I want to get to LA. Like, I have you known it since I was a little bitty child. Didn't waste time. Yeah. Right. Then and I was going to be home. And you got out and went to Arizona. Went to Arizona because uh, I was like, they're like, look, we can't afford to pay for your college. And I was like, well, I got to figure out how I'm going to do this. So I can hit a tennis ball pretty good. And mm. so I played tennis for ASU. So that's, that's what I did and hit a bunch of tennis balls. And really yeah, impressive. yeah. Wow. I mean, until you realize, well, maybe I don't want to do this. And they're like, we well, all have to pay for school yourself if you're not on a scholarship. And I was like, well, how much is that? I was like, <laughs> oh, me. Okay. You know, and I was and like, this is a lot. Sees. And then I came right to I came right to LA right after you accomplished it. Yeah, you 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 are a go getter. I'm a go getter. Yeah, I you have do. always been yeah. a very motivated. But you would look. None of us would be sitting here if we weren't right. And we have that in common. None of us. Yeah, would we be all have that in common. That's something that you, you right? have to be if you're going to make it here. And when I say make it, that can be kind of ambiguous. For, but if you're, if you in anything, endure it, any, any, anything, can endure Los Angeles, you are. A but I think that's yeah, anything I for think like that's anywhere you are in the world, and no matter you your wanna, profession. Yes, and no matter yeah. your profession, if you want to have even a modicum of success, just right. if you want to eat, that's right. You yeah. got to be a go. And I do believe if it's what your purpose is, like you genuinely believe in your soul, right. something is your you purpose. Know, I don't care if it's a sommelier. I don't care yeah. if you want to be world's best horticulturist culture is tiny then you will work you at will that. find a way yes you'll find a way and you will it will not feel like heavy lifting even when it feels like heavy right. lifting and and i know now more than ever i mean i look back at the roads we've all hoed comedy when i was mean we were talking before we went on oh god i used to cry yeah you to my car oh bang my head on the steering wheel and i mean the the yeah. compliments or backhanded compliments when people you come off stage after Especially a killer set and you'd feel so good and it's like you were so funny for a woman yeah i'm like do you say that to yeah. your gynecologist right. <laughs> do, do you say that to yeah. a cpa because i'd have women say it to me Oof. and i'd be like yeah you it's not that's not how we do it right and so you start going have i chosen the right thing because I, I don't i don't look at it as i've always personally looked at comedy as like neutral because you're either funny or you're not you don't can't auto-tune it you can't put pyrotechnics behind it hide it yeah Yeah. and male or female i'm like you're baller like i love you right but and it's changed a little bit but i can tell you it's it it, the unfortunate thing about the art form is that it's not no of course It, it you want it to be 
Even as a man, I want it to be. I agree with you. It's the last, I tell people often, it's the last, um, like, I don't want to say wild, wild west, but it is the last profession in which gender will always be an issue, unfortunately. Yeah. It's true. It's, it's because of the way the world is designed that we were talking about this with regards to doing an all-woman show, for yes. example. The audience is always going to be jaded to with female comics because women are catty and get jealous of each other. Is the so natural, the general that's assumption. That's the way right. it is. The and then if you're a pretty woman and no. you are on stage, the guys all want to yep. get with you. So no matter what. And the women the are mad assumption. at you. And I always say when right. you walk on, it's the general assumption. It right? is. Unless you found your people or people go, you know, I've, I've built a career off of being everybody's best friend, their emergency contact. Right. And, right. I'm, and, and I'm going gr- to add you as mine already. Please, I do it, Sarah, anytime. Okay. Everybody knows Thank you. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm not getting that call. <laughs> Woo! You're welcome. Rick. You're welcome. We've taken you off the hook. But that's a that's a yeah. and I because I am that person. I people bet. know. No doubt. Yeah. You can call me and even male comics through the years. I'm like their wives are like we are tickled when you're on the road with my husband because you're like hey have a glass of Actrite. Don't stay out late. Don't right. eat a Cheeto. Don't talk to that girl. Like, right. I'm everybody's kind of <laughs> sister. That's they like mm, make better choices. Yeah. Because I want you to be the best you. Yeah. And we all know when you get on the road, some people get sideways in a ditch and i'm like don't be sideways in a ditch yes yes the it's, road can do that to you you get jaded because course. because these people who don't normally get near celebrity see a person from los angeles that automatically to them says glamour. celebrity glamour, glamour, glamour hey how do i get to los angeles you'll find yourself on a pedestal you're being edified by That's people right. and the next thing you know you're going hey yeah well you believe I your like hype this. i think you know there's yes. a part of it never believe your press never believe your own press you're never already believe. screwed Road sideways, if that's what's going on. But when you're on the road, oh yeah, no, please, good or bad, be deceiving, good or bad, yes, yes. Social media. I always just tell people it's my resume televised. That's really what it is. It's the highlight highlight reel of my life. It televised. It can be right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I will show you issue some icky stuff, but I don't want. I'm, I'm I not there. Put it out there no, I, like, but if I have a bad, bad day, right. I will go look. Not having world's best day, I'm not going to be. Like, You'll never believe. I'm right. not victim smurf. Yeah. I just let people know it's not always sunshine and flowers because right. right. I and am good. You're real. I'm a you're, pretty you're happy person. Real, right. but you're not like you know. Hey, I have a hemorrhoid on my. You yeah, know, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Could you imagine? Oh me, that's like, a lot. Okay, yeah. But a lot of Way people get the wrong idea from social media and they think, oh, my life sucks, but this person and this person and this person, they're all killing it. And especially with comedy, because we drop into your town right we uh get the power of a microphone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is pretty uh intoxicating for a comic and then when you get in and you're having we call it uh my girlfriend leanne morgan and i call it the boogity boogity set and karen mills we all joke that you're like (laughs) when when you could walk up and say boogity boogity and And people die yeah (laughs) Yeah. so when we yeah when we'll go boogity boogity because you know (laughs) our g yeah Boogity, boogity, they're getting they're laugh, me. Yeah, they're laughing at the setups. Right. So uh, you know, right then, that is, the, and that's also rabbit ears on the, oh, for those yes. little children listening, those were little antennas that went on a TV back in the day. Uh, when uh, you rabbit ear a set, so you only hear the highlights, right. and yeah. you don't hear when there's the dead air and mm-hmm. the, and holy crap. And the scenes and green room, quote unquote, banter. Oh, stars in heaven. And, you know, and, and just last month, I had a high profile manager approach me after a set. I had holes in the knees of my jeans. Okay. And he said, nice knees. Didn't say I was funny. Didn't say good set. Just said, nice knees. And this is, I mean, this happened last month. And I was so disappointed. 
and I didn't know how to react. I mean, you know, I, I was yeah, I'm really yeah. happy that he showed up at my show. But that was the only, sorry, if y'all could see my face, well, you will, because Sarah will edit this, and I have the worst poker face, so I'm sitting here fully. Yeah, you have a look of disgust. I became Joe Pesci quickly. It still (sighs) happened. I didn't like that. It still, you know, it still exists. It's still a mountain that we're climbing. Right. It is. And it's it's a long way away, I feel, to the top. It it is a very, until you find, this is the nice part of, so for me in comedy, because I, I was, I've done stand up gratefully and I've had crappy sets. Like people always go, oh, it's just easy. I was like, no, we've all had. It happens Are you kidding? Sometimes. It's the hardest thing in the world <laughs> to happens. do. But you know, it's what you're meant to do that when you have a bad one, you go, it's the Michael Jordan in me going, I can go out and shoot these free throws all night long. Of course. Because you still want to get the combo on the lock. You'll yeah, fix it. it. Is, people don't You'll understand that. It. I mean, I'm a trained professional level drummer i've toured with bands shut the front door yeah i he doesn't really talk about it I, Rich, okay yeah. that's coming next after yeah, yeah okay. Okay. I, i'm a trained drummer i taught myself to play three other instruments i studied acting with stella adler oh. i can tap dance Baby Queen, I, no, I'm not, I, I love everything about me. this i'm saying he's not bragging he's letting me know i'm telling you i've directed an award-winning film okay. and i've been doing stand-up and i will tell you out of all of the art forms that i know i'm proficient at Stand-up comedy is by far the single hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And why do you feel? Because I, I would, I love hearing that because I co-sign that. But why do you feel? Because I, I mean, I can't keep a beat. It's, so. <laughs> it's, it's hard because it's a psychological art form. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not as. I mean, it's very subjective because there's an attitude and opinion about it. It's not like a chef practicing culinary arts that makes food and the food either tastes good or the food doesn't taste good. It's not like a ballerina where the leg's either extended or the leg is not extended. You know what I'm saying? But with stand-up comedy, not only do you have to understand how to um, properly write a joke, which there are mechanics to, but there are several different styles of jokes. 100%. And not only that, but you're bringing your personal opinions and your own personal life experiences to this art form. Totally. And you have to figure out a way to paint the picture in the audience's mind so they can see in their mind what you're seeing in your mind so they're along for the same ride that you're trying to take them on. It's very complicated. And what you just beautifully said is, so you're a storytelling comic. I am. I'm a storytelling comic. I'm not. You're a joke setup, 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 joke. And I love, and a lot of people don't understand that there's a genuine difference in that. So for us storytellers, because it comes from a real situation and right. I'm from a big mm-hmm. Italian family and Southern so A we love to hear ourselves talk and, and B, B you, you, you also want to uh, be prejudiced against yourselves uh, all the time <laughs> all the time so we love we love to do it's why do when you can overdo when you tell a story so in comedy it's the opposite even as a storyteller you have to trim all the fat right and so knowing how to uh, chuck your babies out with the bath water is very difficult in storytelling where I feel like set up punch you are so much cleaner I like to get, and I've to it. I, but I have so much respect for that because I don't have that gift set. Mm. I'm like, no, honey, they need to know all this bull crap backstory. I don't have, I don't have your gift set and <laughs> rich. I can't be. I tried. Uh, but I would like to think that my setups are uh, our storytelling. They're just compact. Yeah, I mean, I do talk for about sure. My life. Everything is true. The, or the premise I, is true. I have of told course. her I wish I could write jokes right. the Same. way she does. I wish I could. I can't. Same she just. 
direction to write these jokes, and I don't. I have to work them into Same. other jokes. I get it. You know I what I mean? Hundred percent. You both perform them better, though. Like I'm. Well, you know, I think it, so. but also comes probably from your upbringing. It does from mine. I always say I'm Jews and Italians. Jews and Italians. Same okay. thing, different food. Yeah, yeah. we really are. Right. Someone <laughs> dies, you eat. Something <laughs> that happens, you <laughs> eat. <laughs> I mean, it's it is it's the, our people's way, and you learn too that I've in my family I'm the least funny person I just learned how to monetize it right they're all the storytellers way. right yeah. and you, you start to go oh my gosh y'all are brilliant I would get, can't get my breath when I'm home with my people because they're so too. funny and stuff that yeah. happens naturally that you're like no one like no, no we're not going to discuss this and my family's in the funeral business on top of no it way. No. No so way. the extra layer oh, wow. yeah the extra layer of I that cinnamon it. roll where you're like Oh, and I didn't realize that was not normal until I left the South. Like, I figured everybody wow. had some kind of family business that was kind of like that. Like, I assumed everybody had some kind of necessary. Because my, okay. my papa uh, was the president of the bank. Then we owned the real, his brother had the realty company. Okay. Then they had the funeral home on top of the it all. Home. So we got to like the coming and going vibe in our little bitty town. But I thought that was normal because my town's 5,000, probably 4,000 now yeah. people. Right. Honey. I think it is kind of normal. I mean, I come from a small town, and we had a real estate firm. Michigan, yes. Michigan, okay. Flint. So we you understand. Fran- a Century 21 franchise. Yes, I, that's my, a big to-do. family wore the gold The blazer, clothes. the gold blazer yeah, with the so patch. I, so I can kind of like relate, but yes. the funeral is fascinating. Yeah. Well, please talk about that. I think it's fascinating when it's not, you know, for us, I was like, the people, because people get excited, they one day, like, do y'all live in the funeral home? I'm like, no, we have money. <laughs> <laughs> but you went there to play on Saturday mornings. Well, I li- literally, that was my, I tell people all the time, like, I took naps in the casket showroom because yeah. that's, you had to be it's there. Normal. Right. You, yeah. you had no choice. My chores were making sure I got to pledge the caskets and keep them shiny. Like, the, I've been a clean freak since I was a little kid because you don't get the privilege of things being dusty or, like, not clean at a funeral home. Right. Everything needs to feel fresh and pristine because oh, it's a, sure. it's uh, people walk in in this level of grief or shock, depending right. on how they're walking in. And I've been going on death calls since I was, I can't remember, probably three or four years old. And I just remember I was always the levity, which probably another reason I wanted to do comedy. I was always the levity or the distraction mm. that they'd take into a house so that people would be like, oh, let's get her a little snack. and Because we're having to wheel a body out. I mean, I know that's not exciting, but... My family's like, let's get, you, you know, somebody's great grandma's getting rolled out. Adorable little girl in her little With, Oshkosh. Yeah, I, I, I had every single one of them, Sarah, and you know. I'd wear the navy blue I, with the ducks, and I'd wear red scissors with the white. I oh, loved to coordinate. So you had that. to keep it all nice essential. And put together. Right. You were it's, part of the business plan. I was, right. Oh, honey, I was fully in the model. I'm yeah. sure they probably were like, and then we bring a small child. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, so you had to keep everything shiny and clean so they can throw dirt on it. That's oh, you say. You, you understand. Have ashes so much material on this. Right? I do. We were just, you know, it's. I was right? just talking to. Do you know Karen Mills comic? She's West Coast or East Coast comic. She's amazing, amazing. Okay. I'll Karen and I were just talking about the things now that I am comfortable talking about with the funeral business because since we've sold to a corporation, so we're not in it anymore. Okay. Um. So before I would never speak about a lot of things because uh-huh. at the end of the day. That was the family business. I'm not going to mess yeah. with income. Yeah. Right. Right. But and not like I'm like we're going to talk smack, but there's yeah. things that were just matter of fact that were the way they were. You now I can talk about it. Yes, yes. Right? Like we growing up, now people don't 
realize how this was back in the day before we all had cell phones. Uh, <laughs> we had a landline for the funeral home that was a specific, like it looked like the phone for the nuclear missile. It was right. a black rotary phone with no dial. Rotary's the kind y'all with the little rings where you'd pull the yeah, numbers. They don't find them anymore. Yes. So we had like the black phone with no dial. And if it rang, which it had a different ring, like you were in London, that British ring, that oh, bing, bing, sure. bing, bing. Oh, wow. and when it would when it would ring, it was somebody calling in the funeral home to let us know a death call was coming in, right? So it was in our house, separate from, and so when it would ring, this is awful. I've never told this story. I oh, I can't wait. It's all right here at Trinity. Because we'd all be, Sarah, it is, <laughs> it's a, a breaking news world premiere, true story. We only would, here. Only here. My grandmother... <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling this I story. I love it. Tell it, tell it. We'd all be so loud. Big, loud Italian house. Everybody's carrying on, cutting up. Somebody's whooping each other. Somebody's right. trying to get food. And it, it, it's just everybody, be, it's too many people. I know all and about that. And that phone would ring. That bring, bring. And we'd all be carrying on. And if you wouldn't get quiet right away, the code word in our family to like shut the F up was my grandmother would scream at the top of her lungs, dead kittens. Because it's the most horrible image you can get in your head to get everybody to act right and know we're serious. Because we knew from a funeral perspective, somebody on the other lines made a life changing phone call. We knew as a family, whoever's calling, even if it's just the police to let us know, come to the house, that this is a very hard phone call. And so we'd be like, I'm going to beat your ass. He took my smurf. And then all of a sudden, my grandmother screamed, Dead kittens. And you'd be like, Okay. We're just been for a minute. Like it was like it was like being on base. <laughs> it was like being on base. Yes, it was deafening wow. silence. And then they would answer. That needs to be the name of your album. Dead kittens. <laughs> Dead kittens. I, yes. well, I said my. This is my next album. I've decided it's going to be called Tickle to Death. Oh, that's good. Because my entire life, I have always said, "Oh my gosh, I can't. I'm tickled to death," because. I would get so torn up laughing, I couldn't get my breath, and that's re- and I'd have to hold it in in the funeral home. I mean, w- the, the worst places to get the giggles. I love right. that. So my I'm, my album will be called "Tickled to Death." I, I just love need to that. Make it happen. I, that's the best kind when you have to hold it in and it comes out of your nose. Isn't it the worst? The best worst. <laughs> By the way, if you want to make an album, just be with her. Done. Trust me, I just shot mine. Congratulations. Yeah, it took me forever. I. She couldn't believe I had never gotten my anything. Sarah, that's well. That's the conversation right after this. And I've literally been three decades. I've been at it. I just never took the time or had. I just was always on the road. Now I just thirty weeks a year, thirty five weeks a year. Got him to do that. Now I just got to get him to get rid of those CDs. And well, here's the other thing we can do with the CDs. If we're not going to like, let's get what we want framed on the wall. What's not framed, we could make really cool side tables out of and put them in acrylic boxes. Like I always say, if you're not like, if it's about listening to the music, knock it off. But if it's about seeing them because it's not even the quality is not even as good if it gets one scratch it's crap you and right. i both know that i know but if it's cool stuff that's like signed or it means something to you because you played on it right. or whatever then a collector's edition then let make it like get a baller acrylic like we could make coffee tables side yes. tables Ooh. like coasters you're put hired in, like put them in side acrylic so people can come over and put a drink on it like, that is so dope you're like yeah i know i played oh. on that or oh i know because to me then i'm like then it's 
Because who the hell's looking at your CD player for a collector's? They don't know. They just hear a song. Right. Uh, but if it's out and it's a thing of honor, then I go, okay, that's dope. Because oh, it told wow. me it yeah. mattered to you at that level. Wow. That's right. Oh, I hope everyone takes note of that. Hey, that thanks. is such great but advice. But really, because I understand have a lot that. of side tables. You're going to have side tables <laughs> and coasters. Side tables. You're like, listen, I took the privilege of getting y'all coasters for the holidays. Yeah. Everybody's going to get eight packs. Go. I hope you like Chicago. <laughs> that is so brilliant. Jewish. But I'm telling you. I love that. But then then you aren't losing your stuff. You don't feel any resent that you're moving in and stuff's going. Right. And the stuff that matters, you get to see and go, that is dope. I love this. I got to be a part of this. I've played on this. This was an album I love. Whatever it is. Right. We're going to have to put a like date it. in the calendar. You're hired. Done. Yes. Okay. But <laughs> it has to be so after Sober October so we can open wine oh, for exactly. when you come yeah. over. I promise. October. So November 1. November 1, honey, I'm there. Incredible. <laughs> I'm coming over for a declutter and wine date. You said you a like sancerre. I love it. Oh, that's oh one of my please. Oh, gorgeous. And I can cook, so I have oh. no problem cooking. Italian food? I Cook amazing Italian food. Okay. I am gonna we'll get out the I need San a good cannoli recipe. A I've got one, and you know the key to good cannoli. True story. I make them vegan now. I shouldn't say vegan. I'm I'm allergic to dairy, so I'm right, now. Right. But Kite Hill makes the best dairy free ricotta. You're using tofu? Oh. No, no, no. It's just a dairy free ricotta? ricotta, and it's unbelievable. You wouldn't even know. Really? Like I made it for Italian friends that were like, oh, okay, and I go, oh, I made you guys one as if it, and they were like, oh my god. Yes. And I told him after the fact, they said, Trish, honest to God, I had no idea. I was like, thank you, Lord. But Kite Hills is, it's expensive for a reason because right. it tastes amazing. But the keto good cannoli, orange zest. Yeah. Or lemon zest oh. in, the, in, yes. in the mix. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yep. the quality of your chocolate chips. But it's a whole nother oh. review. Yeah. That's if you want chocolate chips in. If I do. I always, I always the world is better with chips. The world's better with chocolate chips. Yeah, I know. It it's, yes. The, yes. it's the country girl in me. I love a chocolate I'm, chip. Oh, me too. I had a chocolate chip cookie yesterday. Good. Yeah. I do too. It's good for you. Yes. I think it keeps chocolate you kind. It's, hell, it's got vitamin C. It sure does. It does. You know, we're starting our own nutritional podcast right now. Okay, so because I'm fascinated and I really want to know. Yes. When you started stand up, so yes. you're working at Planet Hollywood. Yes, and you just had the you were just uh, hell bent on becoming a stand up. Yes, and how like where was the first place you went? Uh, Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory the, um, was the first. I started an improv at Arizona State. I was in an improv oh, group. Okay, so, so had I had done that for two years. Experience at this point, um, but with a troupe, which is very different than flying solo. So at that point, when I finally got to the very Laugh different. Factory with my big three minutes, and back in the day, I don't even know if they still do it. You had to wait outside in the sidewalk. Oh, I, I did it. I started years. there. Right. Yeah. And you sign up on a list and you wait. All did it. And nope. Yeah. There was stopped. no list then. There was there no were list. 12 guys. There were only 12 open mics. No, no, there'd be, there'd be oh. 200 people standing out front. Uh, exactly. And you'd have to get there at noon. And yes. That's what it turned into. And uh, then, so we did that first. Because right. like, you'd wait with your. I mean, I brought okay. lawn chairs. Was I mean, Harvey so Dunn still I. hosting it? No, it was. Um, oh, God, she's so darling. And her, Elaine. Oh, my gosh. Why did Elaine's. Lo- Name just leave my brain, and then every once in a while, Fritz Coleman. Remember our weatherman, sure. Fritz. Fritz would host it. Uh, um, well, I can't think of Elaine. It's not Boozler, so don't right. worry about that. But I can't. Oh, it's going to drive me anyway. She did, and she was great. Okay. And then Courtney Cronin went on to host it. Who mm-hmm. I love, Courtney Cronin. Dold now, Courtney Cronin. Dold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you were a Laugh Factory. I was a Laugh Factory Good kid. I would yeah. get up. I would be awful. Jamie, Jamie, <laughs> Jamie would be like. I'm not going to do his accent. But uh, Trish. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Buddy, listen. Buddy, 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 buddy. <laughs> it was a lot of buddy, 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 buddy. Uh, but he was like, you know, I used to get that you're too pretty. 
And mm. my hair was uh, just, my, I'm a natural blonde with air quotes. My hair is very dark brown. I looked very, very Italian, but people couldn't reconcile this very dark haired to my waist brunette with a Southern accent. Blonde hair and Southern goes together for people. But brunette, brunette and yeah, Southern is can't. very confusing. Yeah. The only one that's ever pulled it off with success is Katie Mixon, who I think mm. is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, I like her too. Unbelievably yeah. brilliant. Right. But people have a very hard time reconciling. And the second I dyed my hair blonde, I it never worked. stopped working. Wow. wow. I'm dying my hair blonde. Do it, honey. Do <laughs> it. I'm growing the sides, you know. I'm growing it to my waist. Yes, it do blonde. it. It's got a little side action there. Yeah. I say do that. <laughs> but that so, was it. That yeah, was it. And, and then, I started uh, doing that. I started doing shows with Lisa Sunstead and Pretty okay. Funny mm-hmm. Women. Of course. And who's a great platform. Oh, great. For- and she's the pioneer, the best of the best when it comes to the art of comedy, the structure of comedy. Agreed. She's brilliant. Very, very good. And a champion of women being funny. Yes, which yes is. she is. Pretty funny yes, women. Pretty is. funny women. Yeah. The, the pioneer. So I yes. started doing shows with Lisa. Um, and then, of course, just being up, I'd get up at the improv, too. It was harder to get on because, you know, back in the day, if you were on at one club, they didn't want you to another club. Now it doesn't yeah. matter. Right. But back in the day, you were kind of like club specific. Mm-hmm. You were either at the, f- at store, the store or the improv. factory or the improv. It okay. was like there was really no meddling. It, that's really how it felt. That would be tough. It was it tough. It was like that for years for wow. me. It was like that. It was very hard. Yeah. Um, and so it, my girlfriends that I knew were at the store. I was like, well, I'll be at the factory so that we're not overlapping because only so many women got up. There, I mean, to this day, sadly, it's the same. You'll look oh, at a lineup and there's maybe two if one, you're lucky. One or two. Yeah. And one of them will be the host. Oh, yes, sadly, true. <laughs> yep. yeah. And then, or it's it's like somebody that we all love and adore, like Eliza Schlesinger mm-hmm. dropping in to just work on some right. stuff or famous. Whitney. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not like woman. they put someone yes. on that you're like, yes. An up and comer yes. or someone that, like, that's on the cusp or. Yeah. It's a bummer. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer because it you're like, just give a little more dance space it, on the card. Yeah. card it's true. It is It bad. is totally true. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's where I I was like, God, this kind of sucks. So then I um I then got into what I didn't know was hosting. Hosting wasn't a thing yet. I started mm-hmm. uh for G four, which tech TV and G four were um I, I'm a big video game nerd and I've yeah. since got off it. It's a lot like being on the crack, y'all. So before <laughs> we had social media, I was a big gamer because my brother and I, right. my brother's a Navy SEAL, he and I would oh, game together a lot. That was kind of like our bonding. Wow. And so you overachievers you. I know wow. we are. We are Boy, we are type family. A bold italicized. Whoa. We're both Capricorns at all tracks. Wow. Right. So, so impressive. He yeah. he and I loved to game, and so from that I ended up uh, getting a hosting job, not knowing it was hosting with with G four. Then National okay. Lampoon came in and wanted to start their own kind of channel, and they're like, "We want to do this video game show. Would you come do it?" And I was so young and so green. I said, "Yeah, I'll do it if I can produce it." Oh, I love it because I was just like, I know I know what I'm doing. Baller. Yeah. And they were like, "Okay," like Confidence. they they were just like, "She's so sure of it." confidence works so I did and I was really lucky and I had amazing producers that are to this day still some of the best producers in the business that Mm -hmm. were young then Mm -hmm. that got really their first swing at EPing perfect and were knew that I was over there just wanting to pay attention and absorb and so I was lucky enough to learn that and then from National Lampoon I went on to Tech TV which was out of San Francisco and so I was being positioned kind of the same time uh, Olivia Munn I think you've heard of Olivia of Munn sure. she and I were both kind of being positioned at the same time as this very it was that like that tech sexy and I was like I'm not like I appreciate y'all find me attractive but that's not how I want to be seen 
Right. Like I was like, mm, yeah, okay. This isn't, I don't want to be this person. Yet all they would do is kind of pigeonhole me into like. like newscaster. Yes, it was, yeah. I always say the weather woman, right. sex kitteny. Mm-hmm. And she, and look, she's sexy. When did she, that start, by the way? Oh, wait, can I tell y'all a great story? What is that the beginning about? Of great story, All y'all. of a sudden, Ooh, every weather woman is in a tight sweater. Let's have that conversation. Fox News girls. Yeah. Well, well, one of my. That is different. The my, Fox News girls were. One of my dear friends. Is a Fox News girl, and for a long time I used to co-host Good Day LA back in the day when the girls that. needed a tap out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dorothy Lucy is one of my dearest girlfriends in the right. whole wide world, and Jillian Barbary. They're is, amazing. I love Jillian uh, Barbary. Women. I did two events with her. They're, She's really great. They are the, and I love Steve. I love Steve Edwards. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, uh, I was in a whole deal syndication deal with Fox. So when they have you on a check, they're like, "Come in and fill in here." You're basically like the sixth man on. A, like, right. You you gotta get over here and play utility. I'm like, okay. So I go, I had to go in and fill in at Good Day LA a lot, which I loved. It was well, a comic. Great opportunity. And as a comic, it's three hours alive. Newscasters think, oh God, I've got, to, I've got to be on. I'm going to hit the next story. I'm like, hold my beer. Let's do this. Like, right. I love three hours of live as oh, a comic. Right? Right. That's how we think. We Absolutely. Think we have to stay at this energy level and this level of, uh, just attention to detail and being present because mm-hmm. comics we know if you check out for three seconds you're you, screwed you, you miss the joke you miss the joke you missed if you became the joke right you miss every little thing so when they were like can you come fill in at good day la i was like yeah Oh, yeah. So the first time I went in, they were like, do you want an IFB, which is the little piece we put in our ears and to listen, to listen to Video Village, to hear. And I looked at Steve Edwards, who is a staple of anchoring right. in Southern California, but across the globe. He's been everywhere. Yes. And I looked at Steve and I said, at any point, do you feel like you're going to fall asleep while driving this bus? And he looked at me and goes, no. No, I don't. I go, excellent. No, I don't need an IFB. Right. And he and the other anchor who was there, because Dorothy and Jill were both off that weekend for, or that week for vacation, who was an actual, and I will not say her oh, name, okay, uh, okay. who is an actual anchor woman who was trying to vie, because this was right before they were uh, not asked back on their contracts, but I didn't know any of this, was vying for their seat. I was just there filling for my girls, right? right. In like my an mind. episode of Morning. Uh, oh, Morning Show. Good. Yeah. Believe me, I watched Morning so- Show and got so triggered that I was like, I can't watch this. This is stressing me out. <laughs> like right out of that. No, that, so the, I'm, I'm getting back to what you're saying about weather girls. Don't worry. Here it comes. So I I was just like, let's do this. Like, I don't need to. I don't need to feel like I'm breaking news. Steve's got this. I'm here for color commentary, reading this prompter and moving along the fun guests. Okay. So they have me for the week. We had a ball. At the end of the week, the station director, which this is a whole, I'm used to EPs. I'm used to the structure of television, right. not news, which is a very different bag, as you've seen if you've watched the morning show. The news director calls me in his office and was like, we really enjoy you. Um, we think you're fantastic. And we might want have a place for you here as we're moving out some old talent. Ooh. Now he's literally a, old. Literally old. Okay. And I go, excuse me. And now he hasn't realized they're my good girlfriends. So now I'm getting information I know they don't have, right? right? And I'm like, Boy. what in the fresh hell's happening? That's so tough. I'm sitting there, like I'm about to fight this mother trucker. That's tough, yeah. And he said, let me give you, and it's one of those, and I got sweethearted. I'm Southern. I give you a doll and an angel, and I, and I mean it. 
But right. if somebody sweethearts my ass, mm-hmm. right. I want to come for you in the night. I want to throat punch you. Yeah. Good, good. And he says, Horse head in the bed. Yes. My Italian shows <laughs> and my Kentucky. <laughs> so I, he goes, Sweetheart, let me tell you something. Women in news are like cars. I'll never forget this as long as I live. And I go, Oh, do tell. He goes, People don't want to see a minivan telling them something. They want to see a Maserati, a Lamborghini, and a Fiat. And I was like, I don't want like a Fiat. The first thing went through uh, my brain, I was like, who likes a Fiat? Right. I was like, she feels boxy and like she's got issues. And, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, so I would just implore you to think about what it means to be one of the faster vehicles instead of a minivan. I said, received. I called my team as soon as I got out of that office, and I was like, this man's a son of a bitch. I hope he burns in hell. And I was like, what do I do? Because I've been put in a position now that I'm like, and they're your friends. They're your friends. Right. Ugh. And I was like, F this place. And I was so aggravated because I was in a syndication deal, which syndication for people to understand there's television and then there's syndication in television which is like speaking cantonese if everybody else speaks chinese it's you may think it's the same language baby it's not even close or australians trying to talk to people from new york it's not the same (laughs) so you don't you have to understand you're owned by by an entity and at that point you become a utility player oh, yeah. right. and you have to kind of do what they ask yeah, and coach. i was like oh tiny baby jesus yeah. yes yeah so it was it was a very big uh, awakening because i just always went i wanted my own daytime talk show i love daytime well, you're so but, ambitious and you right. know this here you had this opportunity this is a terrible predicament it was and in syndication it's got a 96 percent failure rate so people need to understand that too mm-hmm. meaning like okay. think about you're how many daytime 300 shows. markets no right and they'll hire you you'll do a six-week run and then that show dies and then you've got to be on and then we do another one and see if that lives right so it's worse than a pilot season situation as a sitcom because right. Of, of the test the way it has to happen. So, born y'all with TV details. But easier to get a pilot picked up than it is a syndication deal. 100%. Yeah, mm. I know. And 100%. 100%. So, I was grateful for the time spent uh, because it was a huge education. It was a huge education and it also let me know the thing I think I wanted, I didn't want. There you go. Which is huge. I always thought, okay, I'm going to be like a fun Oprah uh, meets Ellen that everybody's going to come on and we'll just have a time and get better together. And do, And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want this. Yeah. I don't want this. There'll be another way I can create that, but this isn't it. Sometimes that's what it takes. You need to exit I'm, or be exited uh, to yeah. realize what you don't want. Sometimes in order to get closer to your goals, you have to cross out that thing. Right. You know, that's so true. Just is in part of your journey. Yes. Yes. And 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 realizing that it's okay that you pivot without sounding like an episode of Friends. Yes. There's and if you're a creative, which both of you are highly creative, when creatives start to go, wait a second, I was the one that put myself in a box. No one else did it. Right. It was me. I was like, I'm doing this and I'm getting a daytime talk show. Well, I've had them and they failed. For no world of my own, also learning that world tough, too. Just a tough world. Syndication, just so y'all know, is done like they create they create a show, but they first go to advertisers and say, "Will you back this show?" So it's done the opposite of primetime. Right. Primetime television is we've created this show. Who wants to advertise on it? Right. Yeah, yeah. Daytime has done the opposite. They want the sponsors first. They yeah. They right. have to see how bankable are you? What's mm-hmm. your Q score? Mm-hmm. What is your V score? A lot what of is testing? Right. Lots yes. and lots and lots. So. Mm-hmm. 
I learned a lot, but at the same time, I learned I want to be more of service to everybody. Phenomenal. Than just you know, it, it, yeah. This is how you do. get a stain out as, of your sofa. As awesome as you are today, so you're kind. So We're when, still working on it. So when I don't know, <laughs> you're pretty awesome. Uh, so when when did the we know you're a neat freak and yes. you have you know? So when did this lifestyle expert come into play? Well, the irony is when I got hired for Clean House, um, I was actually headed overseas to do comedy. I was doing expat shows. So the morning that I got my call back for Clean House, true story, I had to be on an afternoon flight to Barcelona to do comedy and expat clubs for the next three months right. so now you are an international headliner well it's in, in terms you know, of I expat mean, you, clubs you have, well, no, but it's okay you're still working impressive. for america you know you're working for english speaking audiences i was i was paid yeah. to do comedy yes uh, yes so, yes yeah. um super grateful was mm-hmm. so excited you put in the time you put in the work all the heavy lifting yes. to get to there and i was like great That's i'm impressive. so stoked let's you know you have your hour an hour and a half thank god because you don't know what you're going to get overseas right. huge huge statement it's very very difficult to get an hour and a half it of, it is of, i'm in the middle of a whole new one right now and i want to wow. vomit isn't that it's so tough because i want to ask y'all that it takes years okay yeah and people think they can do it in like a matter of months you well know? i think that's the the tiktok the, the fast mm-hmm. social media generation thinks oh i'm a success in a in a one minute two minute um format right and then they're like oh I've, I, they're gonna book me at so-and-so theater in tennessee in nashville and then they get there and they eat it well and they go oh my god i don't get to be edited it is just me right mm-hmm. and this audience and we have to build a relationship and we have to now be together barry katz do you know barry katz of course. for 30 yeah. plus yeah. years barry katz i will do, i would do his gorgeous um voice but i always do it crappily what's the matter <laughs> Trish. Trish. don't make Your me start doing barry, barry katz. katz i love barry, barry. but barry, barry. <laughs> Barry has given me some of the best advice over the years, and I think he's probably millions of comics has done the same, but he had said to me years and years and years ago, I mean, forever ago, when I got my very first pilot test for a sitcom, I called Barry because I didn't even have management. Well, Barry's great. I didn't have management, yeah. and I literally called him, and I said, they asked me to test it. I thought they wanted me to write down the script back to them, y'all. That's how green I was. <laughs> I thought a test was, what you, you know? had to transcribe. He was like, get in my office. Because I was like, I don't. He goes, and he thought something. I was wrong. He thought I was like, you didn't get asked to test. And this is your answer to me. And I was like, no, because I, I was just raw and knew what to do. But right. I had no idea what I was doing. Totally different things. I was 24. <laughs> and so Barry was like, oh, my God. And, and Corey was just about to go to work for Barry. That's yeah. how long. Uh, it's hilarious. Okay. Right, right, so right. I tell you that to say, we'll go back to my story because I can remember all my 53 tangents. If y'all are watching this and feel like you need to be on ADHD medicine. <laughs> Don't panic. This uh, is how I'm my brain works. This is fantastic. Yeah. Just keep going. My brain is like 43 I'm, balls I'm going. Yeah, we're with you. So, yes. well, that's, I see how fast y'all move. That's why I love it's this. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. Let's, let's just make this for us. That's what matters. But Barry said to me, every time you uh, are in any kind of relationship with an audience, be it testing in a small room, because he had explained to me even what it was going to look like when I got into a test room. Thank God for him. Because I had no clue. I was like, I'm thinking I'm taking a written test from a, a, an audition. Like a driver's license. Literally. Yeah. Okay. Is it A, B, or C? He's like, no. So he explained what's going to happen in a test. And I was like, okay, great. And he said to me, and it was just, it was such a, 
small thing, but it's so true. He goes, you have to realize every relation, every time you get on stage, no matter if it's a test or 3,000, 10,000 people in an arena, he goes, you are entering into a relationship with that room, that group of humans. Right. He goes, so you have to ask yourself in the short term, is this, you're basically having sex with this group of people. He goes, I'm making it the most intimate thing I can think of. Mm. He goes, so you have to ask yourself, how intimate are you going to allow yourself to be with this group of people? Mm. And I thought, the hell and he's like contracts are different because there you can actually get effed on this very very voice yeah yeah he goes but when it comes to an actual this is live an intimate audience. live there is nothing that's why when you watch comedy specials because there's always something lost in translation because oh, yeah. the people at home even if they're enjoying it it's a different dynamic different yeah. level of intimacy intimacy in the Not space right and it was such a the huge magic is missing yes. Correct. yeah it's a huge thing mm-hmm. that i take every single time no matter like he said if it was a test for an audition if i'm in a business meeting if people are like all about you it's in a business advice. meeting pretty it is it's huge yeah, because you realize profound. how intimate that situation is because it's never going to be duplicated again yeah. even if all those people are in the same room two days from now it's going to be a different energy. Correct. The energy is yeah. going to be different. Right. Some guy might cough or sneeze. Right. You might have gotten cut off at a red light and you walk in there in a totally different mood. All of a sudden, you're not bringing the same energy. Boom. Yeah. Exactly right. So I thought, what a powerful lesson to learn. And that was it. So when I walked in for the Clean House audition, when I walked in for that audition, I was already gone. You know what I mean? In my mind, I'm like, I got to get on a plane. So I could have, it's not that I didn't care. It's that I knew I was qualified. And I was just, I let it go. That's when you book your jobs, by the way. When you don't care, (laughs) you don't put this level of importance Mm -hmm. so much on the meeting or the audition or the test that... You're not as nervous. You're not as... You you just... You're you're divorced from the the stakes. That's right. That are involved. Rich beautifully said. And you wind up delivering because it's just what you do. And it's your authentically you. you. You're the most authentic you. You're the most authentic. My papa used to always say, whoever cares the least wins. Yeah. And I used to be like, that can't be. You've got to care. But he was... What it was that he gave nuggets of magic all the time, but it was literally whoever cares the least wins. And in the sense of as long as you are authentically who you are, it's the the outcome ain't gonna matter. You gave a lot of work. That's right, and that's what I did. I walked in that audition, and you were you. To this day, Nisi Nash, who is love amazing human being, yes, Nisi can tell you what I had on at that audition. I was, I was. She had people that she had as her choice there. Um, and she said to me, she goes, it was undeniable. Like I had no, like, I didn't care that I had people that I thought I don't want to push for them. To, she goes, I knew from the moment I looked in your eyes, th- this is it. And I, and I can remember very calmly looking at her going, I couldn't have done better. I know we connected. We'll do something. It, it, that's how I felt in my life, right. in my Chills. heart. Chills. Yeah. Right. And, and we're, th- we're very close to this uh, day. And how apropos, because very cats, famous, famous words you have to be undeniable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How'd I do? Okay. That was excellent. Yeah. By the way, that was a but very good. How apropos that those are his it, famous yeah. words. Yeah. And um, it's true. It's yeah. you know in certain situations, I feel when you are authentically who you are, whether someone gets it or not, that you couldn't have delivered a more authentic version of you be it a speech be it stand up whatever it is my husband's a musician watching him authentically play bass like watching him in his natural state there's no 
like that's his highest level of good. because he's showing up honestly yes, and when you show yes. up honestly somebody is eventually going to get you that's right and it might not be in that room on that day that's right but if you show up honestly and you're unencumbered and somebody's going to go that's the guy. That's and the guy. you were perfect for that's that. That's the guy. That's you a... really were perfect. Oh, thank you. Well, and it yeah. worked out. So that's what so what ended up happening is they hired me as the yard sale diva. Yes. I grew up going to yard sales with my papa because okay. he owned the bank. So we had to go to estate sales a lot because people were passing. They right. die. Wow. Uncle had the realty company. Papa had to liquidate. It was a very, so, so I was at him a lot. so much experience. Yeah, yeah. That's what I knew. And then they didn't have an organizer. They had hired Matt Eisman, as we know of right. Ninja Warrior fame. Cool. Um, and one of my dear friends, Matt it was the go-to guy but matt will be the first to tell you he's a doctor he was hired for that role and was excellent at it because as nisi will say we used to do a 42 minute comedy show with a two minute makeover at the end it really you know <laughs> that's who we were as humans but right. we, we the designer mark brunettes and i really did do all the work matt matt's brilliant and emotionally i mean he's so he, he's so brilliant he functions so up here it's kind of like it's he 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 didn't have any of the skill sets, but they were they're like he's the go to guy. So things just got magically organized and magically. <laughs> so we were on an episode in San Francisco doing David Allen Greer's brother's house. I'll never forget this. And I walked upstairs because we were doing beauty shots, and so I just walked upstairs to look at everything to look at Mark's design and the closet that was about to be shot for beauties wasn't in Roy G. Biv order, the color rainbow spectrum. Right. spectrum. Uh, and I was like, oh God, because in my house, that's how it's done. And I was yeah. like, oh, let me just fix this real quick. So <laughs> as they were setting up to do the beauties, all the executives, the powers that be are in Video Village watching my OCD happen. And they're like, what is she doing? And the operator, the camera operator goes, oh no, Trish, is, Trish does this all the time. She just comes in and fixes everything because it's not hung right. And they're like, okay. So as soon as I leave the room, I go downstairs. The EIC, the executive in charge of production. I love an acronym. Right. Uh, the EIC <laughs> is downstairs and he goes, talk to me. And I was like, what the hell did I do? Like, I'm thinking, what I get in trouble for? And he goes, how do you know to do that? I was like, do what? And he was like, to organize. I was like, bro. That's, that's come to my house. That's the life I live. Yeah. Are you kidding me? The pandemic was my Super Bowl. I didn't have to buy toilet paper or Clorox wipes. I was like, Mama's prepped for this her whole life. You like I bunker. Yes. I didn't have to go like take everything. It was here. So fantastic. That's that was already my gift set. So. So to be fair, was meant to be. It was. It was it meant really, to be. And then the it, timing, your talent, it all just kind of took off at that point when we all got to stay in our lanes right. and be who we were. And um, you know, I can come at people for not scrubbing their toilet with a toothbrush because that really is who I am. But make it funny, and I can come at people if you're nasty, messy. But you're nasty. Clean your stuff up. People be yeah. like, oh, "I've outgrown my house." I'm like, "No, y'all are still you're, the same size. Gross. Right. You're nasty, yeah. and you're yeah. a bunch of mess. Let's get rid of it." <laughs> so is that the thing you enjoy doing the most between stand-up, between the acting, between the reality show? Like, if you had your choice, if you could only pick one, that's oh. it. President of Showbiz calls and says, you only got one job, but we're going to make it the best thing you could ever do. I would I would do, um, uh, yes, I would make over people. I think people don't realize they deserve to live well. I think a lot of people don't know what living well looks like. Sadly, and I was hoping you were going to say that right. just so you know, because we're combining apartments and we're going to need to sell a bunch of shit. Done. And uh, hey, we're going to have two estate uh, sales. Too. 
and you're hired. Done. <laughs> Done. I mean, but you'll see. I can't stand clutter. I cannot Same. live. I cannot function. Well, I came from pack rats. So that's what I was going to say. I, okay. I understand it. I have a really good understanding. That's why I think I'm, I try to be so right. respectful because yeah. I, my papa was an Italian immigrant. You know, the, his, his dad was first, like the first one in the family born in the United States. So he came from the hold on to everything generation. So my oh. papa was the king. That's why I asked, is it nostalgic mm. or do you think you're going to need it someday? Well, the stuff I think I'm going to need someday, I know I can always buy. That's right. Okay. So, so I can, can get go. rid of stuff. Right. And that, and that, by the way, huge. that's a recently learned piece of information. Rich, that's huge. Good job. And Sarah. by recent Recently, I mean 24 hours. Well, Good. all right. I'm going to hold on. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a story. This is the God's honest truth. Love. Two nights ago, okay. two nights ago, we had to go somewhere. We went to my house afterwards. And while we were there, Sarah decides to make a list of things that need to go. What do you want to keep? He Here's how we list. should do of this because she's got you stuff. Know, so what are we doubling up on? What do you want to go? Sure. Okay. That night, she had a dream, a bad one. Oh, no. That she broke up with me for the stupidest reason in the whole wide world. I can't wait to hear and this And she reason. woke up in a very perturbed mood. Were you together when she, like, we're in the same house when you woke up? Yeah, okay. we wake up together. Well, no, I didn't so, know if this was a separate, yeah, no, like, you no, happened to be no, in separate no, places. No, we don't. That, that hasn't happened for a while. Oh, darling. Yeah, oh, yeah, Sarah, like I wrote y'all, but it was worth we it. Like That's actually never left. Hold on. So I yesterday, and, and, you know, I've got a lot of stuff, and I, I have. Sure. Like Woody Allen and Humphrey Bogart original movie posters, and yes. I've got San Francisco Rock on. I've got all this stuff. Wow. And so yesterday she said to me while we were on the phone, she said, and I think this was tr her reconciling her dream. She said to me, I don't want you to get rid of anything you don't want to get rid of. That was a good call. Yeah. Where did that come sensitive. from? Where did that come from? I want to know where that came from. And, and you can give okay as much. Is that I that? No, I think it's fantastic. Yes. Look, I'm answering for Sarah. I'm sorry. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I can't believe this happened. But the following day, my best friend from New York sent a photo of an old Rolodex that she had saved from 1997 with the calendar date of when we met. And it, on October 16th, 1997, we met my best friend. I love that. She's a pack rat. Yep. Pack rat. Yeah, hoarder. Sick. That's pack rat. Pack ratty it's, hoardy. It's, it's, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's hoarder, so pack rat. To me. I can't even, like, can't even formulate they, it. She mouth, gets unsettled. You know? like, yeah. No, I do too. She gets unsettled. I get, I get uh, tongue tied and I get, I get like a uh, Sarah can't mouth. breathe. <laughs> it's like she, it's like she's tongue. allergic it's and her throat right is closing now. up. So, but I, anyway. I co that. And I teared up and I was so grateful that she saved this old Rolodex. Well, this, and what, this is what's called. precious planner, about it, right? An old planner. She had a planner, but more importantly, she, for her, and let's give her her pack ratedness, I don't know if it was a haphazard or if she knew, that she went to that date and sent it to you right then, because a lot of people have crap and don't even know they've got that. Right, Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Oh, absolutely. That, that it, and so. that gets back to, maybe for her, it was a place of honor. <laughs> That's why I say you weed this stuff out, because my husband and I have had to do that a lot, because he had like, quadruplicates of some memorabilia i went through y'all i had 600 headshots i swear to i threw out stacks of headshots yesterday but I, right i did but i was like I, 600 I people like you should give these to fans i was like no fan once when i went through my orange top phase and right. every headshot was an orange top <laughs> and my hair was like an, uh, an unfortunate orange like i joked that it was like i call it bank teller blonde bank tellers don't come at me for this but it's that we when it's like just tellers. i love a bank teller honey are you kidding yes, me i yes. used to always want to count money i would I play one on a show 
show right now. Honey, if they cast me tomorrow, I will play darling. a bank teller. Bank teller number three. I love the lollipops. Do you remember when the bank tellers, that thing that shot the thing out, like it was a tube that yes, shot out if you went in the drive-thru? Fascinating. Fascinating. I loved so, that. Loved that. I liked when the drawer back. would come yes. out and open Bring and you put back. the stuff yes. in. I felt like they Jeez, were kind of futuristic of people that were inside that had information I That I didn't have and I wanted to be that person. So I love a bank teller. So you got rid of those headshots. They had to go. And and people were getting on me. It's funny how on social media people were like, girl, why didn't you keep those? And my husband had all these from like his genres. I'll show y'all pictures in a minute. Hilarious. That people were like, you made him get rid of those. I was like, I didn't make him do anything, first of all. Secondly, if there was like 300, if he wants to take the time to give them out to fans from the early 2000s, that's on my husband. But I'm not paying money to move them from Atlanta, Georgia to California. Yes, Storage yeah. facility. No. I threw out a day runner yesterday. I actually found in a box Good. that was clean up. One of the day runner planner with yes. the calendar, honey. And I remember the ones, in, the, the black with the. Th- I did too. Threw it out. Well, I looked through to make sure there was. I was like, "Is there anything?" Because I was also infamous for putting money in my day yeah. in my day runners. So I found thirty dollars, <laughs> tickled right. That was not in a savings account. That could have been making money. It's been sitting there since the nineties. That would have been forty two dollars today. Thank you so much I, on a, a low yield savings. You're exactly right. <laughs> and uh, I was tickled that I found it, but there was a couple of. Um, uh, pictures that my grandmother was a doodler and she's passed. Oh. And so I took pictures of them and then threw it out. Cause I was like, I don't need to keep, I took, thank you God we have keep the actual doodle. No. Oh, oh wow. You're you, better than you, me. Richard I would keep the app. Keep that. If it, not. It, this is why had it been I, something I have a bag of, of all the corks we've ever pulled out of wine bottles. Okay. What are you going to do with that? Cause I'll tell you, I've got solutions. You're hired. Like yes. I said, my money's green. Help Tell me. me. Yeah. Help me. I'm blinking three times. Got you. Got you. Our code word is pineapple. Rescue me. I love pineapple. My fiance is banging on the door to get out. Just Let me out of here. From Duck Horn. Thank you. Yes, and w- thank goodness this is a screw cap, as we would be. One more thing to save. No, I don't save the screw caps, but I do. I do really have a bag of corks of all the champagne and wine bottles we've opened. That's okay. You know what? We can make darling little. Um, uh, cork mats that you put food on at the table, you know, like servers that you put. Oh, oh, fantastic! Oh my God, I'm I have, opening the good I wine for you. People do that, so fantastic. You know, it really is kismet <laughs> that we met and the timing of, of all of. Yes. This. yes, thank you so much for being. Here. I'm on yeah. team merge together, y'all. This is exciting. Uh, I know it's annoying when you get engaged and people immediately go, "When are you getting married? Have you set a date?" Uh, we are thinking We're, next summer. Next right? summer, yes. Originally, it was going to be an actual date in June because we thought her family was going to be out here for another wedding. But that those plans have now changed, so we have a little bit more freedom to... Are you going to do a destination wedding? Uh, it depends. Will you come? Yes, of course. I love... You're honey, I'm always... I'm not a flake. I'm not an L.A. flake. Good. Us you asked me. Oh, you showed up. I'll so. show up. We've had people not show up, not call. Stop. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't believe. No. I'll tell you the names after. Oh, I can't wait. No. <laughs> so my first wedding was a destination wedding okay. in Cancun, by the way. That's and what I proposed to I her. know. I stalked you properly. <laughs> it was darling. It was darling. And I will tell you, it. I got to have, and I don't know, I'm sure the world has shifted. I got married in 2010, first wedding. But I'm sure the world has shifted enough that uh, it's not as affordable, but it's still, meaning I had a wedding here that would have been a half a million dollars that I did for mm. one-tenth oh. in, in Mexico. Oh my right. And it was epic. And to this day, even my ex-husband and I are like one of the best top 
top three parties of my life. We couldn't agree on a lot of things. To the end of days, he now both say, we threw world's best wedding. And I'll tell you why. When you genuinely make it a destination, people that really love you really show up. Yeah. That's what I learned. Yeah. yeah. People that really want to celebrate right, you right. are like, they, I can't wait to come there. They will make it happen. It's Give them enough notice. Yeah. Do the ones who don't can... show up still send gifts? Yeah, they do. Okay, then <laughs> destination works for me. Yeah. Yeah, they do. As long as we get the gifts. Oh, yeah. Because can, you can tell I want the stuff. Oh, well, come tell you something. First <laughs> of all, more stuff. I was just about to say, <laughs> maybe, toaster ovens. I was about to say, what's, let's qualify stuff. Oh, <laughs> well, I need to check this registry. We're thinking oh, about a winery or a vineyard, maybe in wine country, because yes. oh, we're you know we're both gorgeous. wine collectors, and I think that's amazing. So and that's what. And then you can also now register for trips. So like, if let's say the way you wanted to register was eventually we want to do a summer trip to France of all wine, people can then just pay towards that instead of stuff. Oh, it's more I to memories. That. Oh, I like that. Right? No, you could do yeah. That. Oh, I like that. So those kinds of registries. I like that. Instead that's of, stuff. Right? That's stuff. That's okay. great stuff. That's it's great memories. stuff. And it doesn't take, you, you don't, baby, doesn't take you don't up space. Wanna... It doesn't take up space. Yeah. I get to make you yeah. happy you and wanna... we get to go to Europe together. Right. That's you don't good stuff. We squeeze in our knife set. Have one. I already got one. Have one. Look at him progress. I already got one. saving my life. No, you don't she we wants just met, but I want you in the game. She Done. said to me from Done. day one, "I'll be your flower girl." I don't want to change you. I said, "You're not changing me. You're change bringing them. out the best in me." And that look, as long as y'all re- always remember that, my husband, and I, this has been a challenge for us to move from Georgia because he's from Georgia. I saw that you're you kind of go back and forth between Atlanta yes. and LA, and he's got three uh, older and like grown because your kids are always right. your kids, but he's got three older kids. Okay, and I have no kids, and okay. so. I said, listen, I didn't. I bought my house to flip in Atlanta. Then insert Panty D pandemic. Right. I've refused to call. I like I, to make it sound fun. Oh, Panty D. Panty D. The Panty D feels like we all had a collective sitch together I instead right. of like sad. That. Yeah, so it's flannel. It's, it's nice. It's got a little fabric sure. touch to it. We love the Panty D. So Panty D happened, and I didn't get to flip it. I had to move into it because sure. all you know, comedy went away. Adjustments. Right. I, I was on Game Show Network. Right. Had a series on Game Show that went away. Yeah. So my, all my work left in like a three week yeah. period and so I was like well I guess I'm moving in this flip thank god I'd already done the work so <laughs> but that's where I lived 2020 2021 okay 2022 what just sold her in August that. right so, but I was like I gotta get back to LA because I've never been an Atlanta person no offense to Atlanta I like Atlanta but I, it's landlocked it'd be it's, tough to live yeah I'm a very I'm an oceany they have a punchline guys we they do and love Jamie to, no okay. Jamie's the best who owns a punchline yep. and Mars they're the best they're yep. amazing humans it's not even just the comedy. Everything, uh, for me, when you've been in Southern California for over 20 years, that you become a Southern Californian. Yeah. You just do. Yeah. No matter where oh, you absolutely. hailed from. You are a SoCal guy. Unless you go to New yeah. York, you will lose that SoCal. You will be happy to shed that quickly but, the day you move to Manhattan. But if that's like, your oh, thing. This is the mothership. But I'm if that's home. your thing, right? right? I've never enjoyed New York. I like an right. in and out. I'm mm-hmm. like, what's the exit date? The weekend. Yeah. yeah, it's precious. Yeah. It's not like, it's I, cool, but... I would not be a New Yorker well. Right. They'd be like, she's a mess. And by the way, <laughs> New Yorkers are the sweetest. I think New Yorkers are the sweetest people. They're always so kind They're to amazing. me. They are. They're darling. Yeah. I love New Yorkers. It's I just not. You'd be calling the MTA going, let me tell you how to clean up the subway. Uh, trust me. You should see me. I forever have Clorox wipes. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. 
Oh, do we need to go? Oh, well, we kind of had to wrap. I don't want to, though. Oh, it's I okay. Do. I don't want to wrap. It's okay. Maybe you'll come back. But, I would love okay, to come back you're after we declutter, y'all, and oh merge gosh. homes. This is, I think we should make, I think we should film it and make it an episode. For Done. A live, Maybe you know, we could. Absolutely. It's the bonus content for your exactly. Patreon. Exactly. Look at me. That's I want to hang with you. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Done. Now, but you are, are you going to be on QVC tomorrow? I am. I fly a red eye tonight. I'll be on all weekend with my Empower Tool line as well as my Bright Ease light okay, set. Okay, so all the home solutions. I'm your girl. You you have you have lines now. Yes. Yeah, so have, I'll see you tomorrow at 4 okay. p.m. If anybody wants to see tomorrow 4 p.m. Um, um, Pacific time. But, uh, or, sorry, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern time. And, and okay, where can people so, find you? Everything at Trish Sir. So all social everything. And that's S U H R for man. those of you who don't my know how to man, spell Sir. It's okay. It's a booger. I've had a whole tough time selling. Right. Saying it my so whole it's life. Trish Sir on all your socials. At all social and at trishsir.com, which I need to update. If y'all have a good web person, let me know. We um, got a great one. Oh, you yeah. do? He's rebuilding my He's website amazing. as we speak. Oh, darling, look, we see, y'all, it's Kismet all the way around. We got a guy. You got, got a guy. You got a guy. <laughs> Sweetest, <gasps> efficient. Oh, darling. He's, and he's brilliant. Even better. So, okay, yes, well, good. I'll update all that and y'all okay. be tickled with it. Oh, I'm Thank so, you for having I me. I could not be more Can y'all, thrilled. I don't need to push this, but y'all nope. need to be co-hosting together. Well, it's good the, juju. That's the plan. That's what uh, we're, thanks, yeah. Thanks. I'm going to go on the masthead, I think, I or I'm gonna, coming back. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm not coming back. My name, if my name ain't going on the masthead. I'm out. He's been on the past three episodes and it has done nothing but make my life easier, so... That's what Rich does for me. That you know what? That's what good partnerships all about, mm-hmm. right? I think so. And you haven't stopped grinning the whole time, and I know it's not because I'm here. Boop. I don't know. It's a combination. Okay, I'll take I, it. I really and I know it's not the duck horn, even though you. duck horn's darling. It was good. It was good. We're very lucky people. You Trish, are. I can't wait to watch you tomorrow yes. on QVC. Yes. So 4 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Go ahead and, and give us a watch. Yes. I'll be on all weekend. That's and 1 p.m. Pacific. That's right. It's free shipping subtract. this weekend. So okay, why not excellent. get on? Excellent. Get on the app. I don't watch QVC either. What kind of stuff are you selling? Just kidding. <laughs> not allowed to buy. No, we're, we're going to watch. And we're, I, I can't wait. I'll text you. Honestly, the link. You're, you're fantastic. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, you are just you are amazing. Yes, I, and I really tall. admire you so much and everything you've done. Your career, your stand-up, well, girl, and and the IMDb credits that you didn't even want, you just had, you know, because you're so talented, you can't oh, help it, you know, your, your shows, and I mean, you really are. When IMDb reminds you of stuff you've been on, you're like, I've been around this town for a minute. I didn't know some of my credits because I don't put them in. I don't right. even know oh, who does that. Yeah, you know, the shows do it. Yeah, no, it's that you. You have no control. No, and, and I was like, you, you I'm tickled. A, you thanks. have a decent IMDb. Hey, we, thanks. We don't want to yeah. lose everything we've recorded too. Oh, go. He's he's the nervous one. No, we we have it till. Oh, yeah, we gotta go. Gotta scoot. <laughs> yeah, otherwise we're oh, gonna erase everything. My meter's up. Gotta go, everybody. Oh, thank you so much. Thank Trish. you so much, thank Trish, you, Trish, sir. Tuning in to Drinking During Business Hours. Thank you, Angels. Until the next time. We'll see you soon.